You're listening to episode 9. Hey, aloha and welcome. I want to welcome my wonderful guest, Kendra Cantor. She is an amazing young woman, and I want her to introduce herself. She has a neat story for you. Kendra, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me here today. Now, I want you to go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. I am a wellness mentor and guide. I help young creative women who suffer with mental health issues take actions toward becoming the person they want to be and living a life they have created to enjoy. I am also a stay-at-home mom to my son, who is almost two and a half, and I am an artist and creative and all-around, you know, I do photography and art journaling and all that fun stuff. I love that. I consider myself creative, too, though. Yay! (laughs) Well, welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're here because, you know, there's so many women here that are listening that maybe struggle with the different things that we struggle with as women, but sometimes, you know, we feel like we're the only ones. So I'm so grateful that you actually are willing to talk about these things. So thank you. So let me just start by asking you, what made you decide to create your own business versus having a job, you know, because having a job is easy, right? We There's a guaranteed paycheck, you just show up. It's much easier than actually having your own business. What kind of led you on the path to wanting to create your own business? Just tell us a little bit about that. I feel like pretty much my whole life, I've known I didn't want a normal nine to five job. Um, I never really wanted to be working in an office and doing things for other people that just never felt like what my personality wanted to do. So in high school, I thought I wanted to be a photographer and I attended art school for a year. um, And eventually I dropped out of that. And then when I had my son in 2012, I realized that what I really wanted to do was help women with depression and other mental illnesses like myself. I started this business of mentoring women in August of 2013, and it's really, you know, I still couldn't imagine ever having a normal job, and just because it just, it doesn't work with who I, what I want my life to be, and who I am, and also, it's a really big trigger for my anxiety now as well, on that side of it, that I just couldn't go into an office and do things with other people, so that's how I got started. Well, that's good that you recognize that because sometimes we still don't want to recognize the things that we know deep down inside and it's just easier, you know, like I said earlier, to just get a job. So that's great Mm -hmm. that you actually went with how you felt instead of being at a job and suffering and Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't follow our own feeling. So that's wonderful. Yeah, the benefits of having that, you know, guaranteed money of a real job would be wouldn't be enough to combat the effects that I would have from having to go every day or and suffering with the panic attacks and depression that it would induce. So, yeah, I don't like pain either. So, <laughs> thank you for that. Now, this is a question that is kind of difficult for a lot of women about learning to manage their money. Do you remember back when, when you were a child, did you have any idea about, or did you remember 
Did your parents teach you how to manage your money, or how did that all come about? Because a lot of times people really don't have families that teach them how to manage their money and any of those kinds of things that are important. How old were you, or did do you? How far back do you remember where you learned how to manage your money and learned about money? You know, money and I really don't have a very good relationship. I know in theory how to manage my money. My husband and I have a budget, and we know where our money goes and what to do and all that. But growing up, my parents didn't really. I think they didn't know how to go about teaching it to children. They just didn't know how to approach the subject in a positive way. And I've spent too much time trying to blame somebody, but I don't. I think that they. There's no blame. I think they just didn't know what to do or where to go. It's very true today. Now, even it's very hard to figure out how to teach children about money in in a positive way. But you know, my father was always really, really strict about money, and so on the flip side, my mom was always tried to be more understanding and more just here's money, go have fun. Um, so <laughs> there was no balance there. It was just so out of whack and so hard for me to figure out what to do with it. Um, and so now, to this day, you know, managing money and paying bills and having a lack of money is one of the biggest triggers for my anxiety, and so it's really hard for me to deal with in. Almost anyways, you yeah, know, and that's pretty common. You know, money can be really stressful for a lot of people. So yeah. you're not alone. So don't worry about that. <laughs> don't ever feel bad about yourself about that because we've all gone through that kind of stuff as far as you know being stressed about it and because you know we need money to live in this world, right? Yeah. Sometimes if you feel like you don't have enough, then that's when the stress comes along. And、mm -hmm. thank you for being honest with that. Now, were your family members, your mom or dad, were they? Did they have a job themselves, or? Yeah, my dad's always had a job. He works in sales, and you know he made decent money, and he knew he knows how to handle money, but he just yeah didn't know how to teach it to children. He didn't know exactly how to talk to me. On my level, so、um, yeah, you know, he always tried to talk to me on a higher level, which is better. The older I get, you know, I want to have a a more a better relationship with him as an adult. But you know, as a ten year old, that wasn't the right <laughs> way to approach money with me. So right, right, and and that's not really a fun subject to talk about anyway,、mm -hmm. especially to your kids. Sometimes parents are so busy just working and just trying to take care of their family. The last thing you want to talk about is money, right? Yep.、Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. Today you call your parents and you tell them it's okay that they didn't teach you about money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, how has、uh, money affected your life so far? I mean, now that you actually have your own business and you're working on creating this wonderful entity, which Sometimes it can be called because a business of your own takes on a life of its own. How does that affect you every day when you're thinking about your business and you're working on it? Like, are you still stressing out about money when you think about your business, or how? I don't want it to always be about money. This conversation, but sometimes we always feel like we are the only ones struggling with trying to understand this whole money thing in our own business. How does it affect you day to day when you're actually working? It's definitely something that I think about.、Um, you know, I'm always trying to make money to help supplement 
um, our income and, you know, our goal in with my business is eventually that I make enough money so my husband can stay home as well. Um, he's our sole supporter right now, which is great. I feel so lucky to be able to be working on my business, which isn't bringing in a lot of money while he's you know, mm-hmm. supporting us. But I am always thinking about, you know, how can I promote myself better and get more clients in. But it's never really... It doesn't stress me out to the point that I can't work. I'm always still trying to focus on, I think about the money, but then I think about how can I get my message across? How can I help women, even if it means not having a Mm six-figure launch or whatever it's going to be? But how can I do the best for my business and for the women I want to help? So I try to turn around and not make it all about money. fantastic. Good for Um, you. (laughs) And then on the personal side, my the fact that I didn't grow up knowing about money and knowing what to do with it has made me very determined uh-huh. to learn how to talk to my son about it. He's two and a half, so we're not quite there yet. But as he grows up, I want him to have a good relationship with it and understand how to use it and be conscious of it and not afraid of it yeah, in any way. that so. is great. You make sure you do that because it's important for us to do that for these kids so that they can learn from what we know at this point. Thank you. That's good. That is so awesome that you don't stress out about it because I think you're message is more important than stressing out about money. Definitely. If you're as a business person, if you sit and during your work time, just think, how do I make more money? How can I, you know, have a six figure launch? How can I, you know, pay all the bills, whatever, you know, that's great to think about, but then you're going to not have time to actually get to the meat of what your business is and help people. That's definitely true. I know that for sure. Even though I work with women on money, I still sometimes think, oh, no, you know, I have this bill coming up and, and then I have to just remind myself that it'll be okay. So even I'm not perfect mm-hmm. in that sense. You know, I have my moments. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a different question. This is about joy because a lot of women don't have joy, especially on certain levels. We don't really think about joy and dealing with our money and how in the world can it be connected. And so I just want to get your thoughts on what joy means to you. When I first hear the word, like I have a visual pop up in my head that it's of myself and my husband and son having a picnic and then running around and exploring nature afterwards. I love that. It's not. So it's all, it's very personable and very about being true to myself and being honest and living by the values I want to live with and not focusing on anybody else. And, you know, I know it's another thing that people are always trying to want to make more money and have excess is kind of the American Mm -hmm. way sometimes. But when I think about joy and success, I don't think about being a millionaire or a billionaire but I would just like to have enough money that I, I don't have to think about it, that it's not an everyday stressor. And that's kind of what joy is and yeah, how I think And that's it. common too. You know, a lot of women that I talk to, they're not here. They feel they're not here to build an empire and to be that type of wealth, but they just want to have enough for them to be happy and do the things that they want to do. So mm-hmm. that's awesome, though, that you have that great picture of you and your family and you connect that with joy. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes as women, when we have a family and kids, you know, we always put everybody else first before ourselves, and then we get stressed out, and then somehow we don't feel that joy. It's joyful when Mm -hmm. you have this new baby, even though you're exhausted, it's an amazing feeling, but then as time goes on, 
sometimes you're just too tired to experience any joy. So that's、mm-hmm. good. You make sure you keep that image in your mind now. <laughs> Remind <Definitely> . yourself <laughs> because you know life does have its up has its ups and downs. We need to remember those things that are that make us happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as、um, having dealing with depression and anxiety myself, you know, I try. There have been times in the last two and a half years where I have not been able to be present for my son because I just couldn't handle it. When I am, I try very hard to be mindful. And having mental illnesses has really helped me be able to focus on the fun of being a parent and the joy of watching him grow up and learn things and just play well, with him. Definitely、so. enjoy it、That's、as、really、much as you、awesome. can because once they get to be teenagers, all of a sudden they get. <laughs> Too busy. They don't have time for mom anymore. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And he's a cutie. I saw the video on your website with him、oh. on it. He's so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you need to have more. <laughs> Is your husband very supportive of you? Having your own business, and because it takes money to start a business and to run it, and so obviously he, you know, needs to be supportive in every way. But not all husbands and family members are supportive. Has he been? How has he been from the beginning till now with you? Yeah, he's been amazing. He's my biggest supporter in every single way. He. Um, you know, with my anxieties and depression, he's there for me a hundred percent every day. And as a, you know, supporter for my business, he, when I stress about money or say I'm not making enough money, I don't have enough clients, what can I do? Why am I failing? Why am I not bringing enough money? He tells me, don't focus on the money. Just focus on. We don't need. He says, you don't. We don't need your money right now. You shouldn't be creating your business to make money for us. You should be creating it to make yourself happy and to help all these other women. He, it's just amazing. I know I could not do this if I didn't have his support, and I'm just so、he、thankful for that. Sounds like an amazing man. Yeah, <laughs> he is. You better keep him. Good for you. That is so awesome that、yep. he is supportive like that because not every woman has that type of support. That's great. Yep. Well, good. Today you tell him thank you, and you give him a big hug. <laughs> you say Janet Johnson said to thank you. I will. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about valuing yourself, because a lot of times we don't spend any money on ourselves, especially when we have a family, and then we start having children, and then you know there's so much money that goes into taking care of a family and the things that you need to buy. Then sometimes we get to that. Place where we don't buy anything for ourselves, right? All of a sudden, we're buying things for everyone. When we go to the store, we'll get something for the kids without hesitation. But if you want to buy something small for yourself, sometimes you think, "Oh no, can't buy this, or I can't afford it, or no, you know, I don't deserve it." What kind of feelings do you have around that? If you ever wanted to buy something small for yourself, because it's different before you have kids and a family, and after, as far as thinking about buying something for yourself, and it kind of goes along the line of valuing yourself as well. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's definitely harder to spend money on myself now that I'm a mom. It's really common for me to want to spend money on my son just because I always say that kids aren't inherently expensive, <laughs> but People, the you know, businesses really、um, market and make things that are really cute、yes. for mothers. And I see <laughs> cute things or toys or clothes, and I'm like, you have to have this.、Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, it's a struggle in that way. But I am also, 
I know how important it is to focus on myself and to take time for self-care and for my health and all those things, you know. And also, I remember growing up, my mom would always say, I can't remember the last time I bought clothes for myself. She was, her personality was so, like, so in with being a mother that she completely mm-hmm. ignored herself in that way. And so that's really affected me. You know, I don't want to be that kind of mom. I want to be able to be my own person still. I don't like clothes shopping, but if I need new clothes, I'll go buy them. I also, you know, I read a lot of ebooks. I buy a lot of books for myself. Oh, good for you. You know, and I'm I'm not a <laughs> I'm not adverse to spending a little bit of money. It's harder to spend big money on myself and my husband and I always make sure we go on at least one date a month, so that's money on ourselves versus our oh, child. That's um, very important. Good yeah. for you that you do that. Keep that up. Yeah. That time with your husband yeah, is really- very important. <laughs> And, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money on yourself to make you happy. Buying something small sometimes works just fine, but it's the idea of we work for our money, and sometimes we work really Mm -hmm. hard for our money, and so we should enjoy it to whatever degree you feel comfortable. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on yourself to make you enjoy the money that you've earned. Obviously, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. Some people feel that they need to spend that kind of money on themselves to make themselves happy. That's great. Mm-hmm. Doing small amounts is definitely less stressful and easy. When I look for ebooks to buy, I never buy anything over $1.99. So I put that cap on myself so I don't feel like I'm spending a lot of money that should be going to bills or whatever, but I'm still spending on myself and still feel good about it. Or after particularly stressful French class or tumbling class with my son, <laughs> I'll treat myself to Starbucks or something just to relax. So just a little bit here and there really helps you feel good about yeah, yourself. Yeah, and you know, we need to enjoy life too, right? It's not all about saving, saving or spending it on our family and not on ourselves. You just mentioned yeah. French class. Are you taking French lessons, French language lessons? Yes, we have my son in, there's a school near near us called Language Stars. It's a full immersion classes for ages 2 through 15, I think. And he loves them, and we want him to be multilingual. Oh, this is for him and not for you. Oh, I I thought you were taking the classes. Wow. (laughs) Well, at his age, I'm in the classes with him. And my husband and I know a little French from high school, so that's why we picked that. It's really great. That's awesome. That is really (laughs) smart. (laughs) And we could, if this was a different kind of podcast, we could go down that direction too, as far as talking about how (laughs) speaking a a second language is great for your brain. Mm -hmm. So good for you. You're taking some great steps in in motherhood. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) We try. (laughs) It's always a work in progress. Definitely. Now tell me a little bit about your business. What is it that you've You know, because when we start our own business, there's just something deep down inside of us that we really want to do and help women with. And I know you did tell us a little bit in the beginning about what you're doing. What is it that just makes your heart beat when you think about helping other women? Like, what is it that makes you get up in the morning and excited to to work on your business? It stems really from a place of personal need and seeing that this is what's needed in the community because when I was 13 was the first time I realized that I had depression and I had a really hard time with it because I didn't I felt like there was nowhere for me to turn and see that real women go through that kind of thing see that you know the honesty of it all and 
there's so much positivity in the world, which is great, but there is nobody talking about the bad days or that it's possible to get better and that it's possible to feel okay and not feel terrible all the time. And so that's really where my business started. I was, I had the idea when my son was probably only a couple months old and I had really bad anxiety and depression and then he was born and I had you know, some minor postpartum depression and we were dealing with my husband was unemployed at the time and we had really bad issues with Mm -hmm. breastfeeding and it was just so much was piling up and I felt so alone and I wished I could have gone on the internet and found somebody like me who was being as honest as possible about the struggle and about the need for recovery and about how to get there and what to do and that's where it started. It just was, you know, I feel so passionate about helping as many women as possible just get through their days and see it's possible to get to a place where life is okay and life is fun and enjoyable. You know, I still struggle with things myself, but I don't dread waking up. I have fun with my son now. I'm able to play with him and enjoy everything. Yeah, that's what I want to share. That is great. And you are so right on there are women out there that I've talked to that have that same need as you do to have someone to talk to who has actually gone through it. You know, it's easy to talk to women, mm-hmm. but if if they've never experienced the same thing, it's really not the same as talking with somebody who actually has gone through that same thing and has actually mm-hmm. overcome it. That's great. There is a great need for that out there. Thank you for putting that out there because, you know, sometimes, like I was saying earlier, is we feel like we're all alone and we're the only ones who struggle with certain things, and that's just not so. I mean, I've been working with women in different areas uh, for over 25 years, so I've talked with a lot of women who tell me things I've never, ever heard of that they've experienced. And there's so many things out there that women can do to create businesses because there's such a need and it's never ending, right? Because we're so different. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we all definitely. go through different things and different experiences. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Is there anything else that you think that you would like to share with the listeners that maybe we didn't cover or something that came to mind during this conversation? Is there anything else you'd like to offer anybody? I think that the most important thing when you're um, dealing with money and dealing with valuing yourself is just to really take into account what you want for your life. It's so easy to get caught up in other people's ideals and other people's values and what they want Mm -hmm. for their lives. I see this really a lot in myself too because raising my son, there's, you know, my parents will tell me how they would have raised us and what they would have done to discipline and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) But if that doesn't resonate with who I am and what my values are, then I'm not going to follow their advice. Mm -hmm. And the same with money. They tell me, you know, there are people out there who don't like, who save all their money and never go out and have fun, which is great for them if that's what they want. But my husband and I try to make sure that we set aside a little money each week to be able to go out and be able to go to the zoo or go to dinner or something. Just a little bit, you know, not extravagant, but just enough to experience life and have fun. So really pay attention to what you want for your life and what you value and who you want to be and don't just ignore everybody else. <laughs> they have their own things and and it works for them, but it's not going to work right. for you. That's right. So. We have to live our lives according to how we feel. And thank you for that. Now, this is great. I think you're just an interesting woman and I love <laughs> what you're you. doing. Now, how can people get in touch with you 
and give us your website name and and all those things. My website is Kendra Cantor, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-N-T-O-R.com. And I'm also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, all that. And my handle on everything is my name, Kendra Cantor. So it's pretty easy to find me. And that is fantastic. Well, I thank you so much for being here today. This is just really great. I love talking to women who just have great stories and who are trying to do wonderful things in the world, too. We all need each other. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to share my story. We'll take care and we'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm so grateful that I was able to interview Kendra. There's so many people that I have met that also suffer from anxiety. It's pretty common out there that women suffer from all kinds of different things. We always feel like we're alone and we're the only ones. When you look at it and you meet different people and you talk to different people, you'll realize that everybody is dealing with something. So you're not alone. And I'm grateful that... I get to be here and talk with you and share the knowledge that I have and the things that I've learned. I'm grateful that I get to actually interview all these amazing women who have a gift to share as well. And I thank you for listening. And I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and give this podcast a rating and a review. I would love for it if you would email me at Janin at fashionablefinance.com for any comments or questions that you might have. I would also love to use your questions and to make a podcast on some of the questions that you might have. So I invite you to send me anything that you'd like, anything that's on your mind. And I hope that you have an awesome day. I'm looking forward to sharing my knowledge with you on the next podcast. Take care.